thank you for joining me today at the Oma Talks. If you're joining me for the first time, please know each time I mention the name God, I'm referring to Yahweh, as this is the name God has that he be called. You can catch up with all my previous uh, podcasts on the Apple podcast. You can also read on some of them at the WordPress and of course here on Instagram. Thank you for joining me once again. I have been dealing with a few um, challenging topics. I dealt with the Trinity. And as you know, for those who listen to my podcast, I like to deal with foundational principles. I'm not going to be dealing with so many topics. I just want to usually focus on foundational principles as I really do believe that with a good grip of the foundational principles, you would be able to have a, a, a better relationship and um, be able to deal with a lot of life issues and challenges that you may come across. For me, the, the foundational principles that God has laid is almost akin to when a, a manufacturer you know, gives you a, a manual and uh, tells you the best practice or how best to use the 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 um, instrument or the or the the object that's been manufactured. You find that by understanding the the use of the manual or or the use of the item you will better enjoy it and it will last much longer. That is how I believe foundational principles are. We have issues all the times, all the times. So if you're solving one problem after the other and after the other, it will just go on ending. But if one understands the foundational principles, they almost can predict or they can almost know when they are heading towards a mistake or when they are heading towards um, a problem. It's like um, um, doctors. Um, I know, in, in I guess in the past, that I think some of these practices have changed in the years, in, you know, in the recent years. Doctors, are, I know, uh, I mean, I was told that um, they would um, treat symptoms, but it's always much better to find the source of the illness because um, sometimes um, symptoms can be deceiving. But if one can find at the end of the day what is really where the source of an illness is um, and it's targeted and is dealt with, there are chances that the person once recovered um, may not have the same problem again. So um, I discussed Trinity a couple of weeks ago and I um, tried to show that when we lay emphasis on the wrong test, not the wrong test, when we lay emphasis on the wrong place, we get the wrong message. So when we talk about the Trinity, we are just taking attention away. We're driving our attention away to what is not important in knowing God. What we need to know is how do we 
know God better? How do we come closer to God? And today I'm just trying to have a, a, a heart to heart and I'm trying to show or to say to my listeners, it is important to know the foundational principles. If God says, give and you should receive, if you're not giving, there's no need to, to expect. And giving doesn't always mean like give money or or give clothes. or Giving can be anything you give freely from you. It could be your attention. You're giving people attention all the time. It could be words of encouragement. It could be advice. It could be strength. It could be anything that you give. So these foundational principles are so important. Say love thy neighbor. You know, it's, it's, it's good. If you're not walking in love, if you're not forgiving, there are so many things that God has taught to us. In Genesis, when he gave the directives to, to man and he said, you know, um, go, be fruitful. <clears throat> and if you're not, you know, living a fruitful life, you're not multiplying then you you haven't really understood what your relationship with God should be. Today, I'm going to talk about the Bible. I know there's been quite a lot of um, literature on the Bible. You know the you know school of theology. Like I said, I chose not to go to school of theology because I mean I really f- felt that I want to learn God through God through having just that one-to-one with with him so you you find that the void in relationship with god i i i do believe seriously is because we lay emphasis on the wrong things when we assume that studying the bible would enable us to know to know god it's for me it's like buying um a 500 page of uh, an autobiography about someone that you know and you read this autobiography, I mean, you read it page to page, and you, you imagine just by reading that autobiography that you, you've understood this person. But of course not. When you meet this person in, in real life, when you have an interaction, even if, even if it's not a very close interaction, once you have a one-to-one with this person, you've read the autobiography, you begin to find things that texts cannot really convey to you. There is something different when there is an interaction between two people and that's what i'm trying to say about the bible and god the bible is there for a reason but it will not take away the relationship that you're supposed to forge with god so sometimes we burn the candles and we memorize bible verses but we get no closer or even having an answer to our problems as we study and do not receive what we ask for there is this frustration because we use the Bible as a tool. We're using the Bible as a tool for proving or disproving God. So when we're studying and memorizing Bible verses, we're using it to disprove or prove God. It doesn't form the basis of our relationship anymore with God. So we don't receive when we ask. It's like having friends. When you you meet a friend or you have a spouse, generally you make space for these people in your life once you meet somebody and you love them. And you form an alliance, you form a partnership, you form a friendship with this person. You begin to create space for them. What they say to you matters. How they feel matters to you. 
So it's no longer just about sending them cards and writing them love poems. There, there's a give and take. So that's how we should have our relationship with God. So you find that, you know, there's so much emphasis being placed on just reading. You have to read the Bible. You have to know the Bible. That's not what I'm saying here. You have to read it, but it will not replace the relationship you, you're supposed to build with God. So how do we know God first? We have to know God by acknowledging him in all his ways. You know, how do we acknowledge him? There is so much about God around us. We, you as a person, is a testimony of God. I mean, you didn't create yourself. You didn't create yourself, that is for sure. You are a testimony of intelligence of God. So he's revealed himself in you. In every time you wake up and you go to bed and the times your hands and legs are moving and you're eating and you're expressing yourself. The only difference is that the people who forge closer relationship with God are always wanting to interact. They're always wanting to communicate with him. They want to ask. They want to pray. They want to forgive. They want to give kindness. They want to understand that they are not absolute authority, that there is an authority above them. So I am talking about the Bible so that when we read the Bible, we can use it and use it rightly. We can use it because when you have that relationship with God, as you read the Bible, the words begin to come alive to you. And you're no longer now using it as a form of proving or disproving God or as a tool for asking things. The essence of Bible becomes as something that you, an intimate expression of God. You can never have that intimacy with the Bible if you don't have a relationship with God first. So, I mean, you can write a 200-page text about the Bible. I mean, people it, it, people can write thesis on the Bible. I, I mean, that's true. But that doesn't mean that you know God just by doing that. It's impossible to know God through just text. You have to know him as a testimony through yourself so that it's no longer about proving. You know, people can come out and tell you how many times the Bible text has been changed or how many errors, typographical errors are in the Bible or how, you know, the Bible has been adulterated over the years. Well, they can say that and I don't take it away from them because, I mean, it's been passed from human over the years and generations and centuries. It's been moving from hands and translations and we know fully well that anything you put in the hands of humans are bound to change either subject to their, the person's language or interpretation of what they are trying to transcribe or translate. But nothing can take away that relationship you build with God. Nothing can do that. And I'm hoping that the next time you pick up the Bible, I pray that you pick it up. Because you're picking it up because you already know God. Because you already have a relationship with Him. 
and you are the relationship, you are the testimony. The whole of creation around you is the testimony of God. The whole of creation. And there is no power struggle with God. There is no power um, um, division with God. God is absolute. He's absolute power. He's not sharing with anything. He's absolute. You can only know this if you have a relationship with him. And that is what I wish for you to have. Thank you for joining me today. And bye-bye. God bless you.